We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. There's this guy on TikTok who like compares male names to like inanimate objects. And he like held up a Colgate toothpaste and goes, this, this kind of reminds me of a mat. And I was like, that's pretty true. You know, like one of those long, thick tubes. Long, thick tubes. Yeah, that sounds like him. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, guys? Welcome back to Don't Tell Mom. I'm here with Skylar Corby. What's up? What's up? Just living the life. Yeah, packing your life away. I know. I can't believe I'm moving home. It's so weird. It's not forever, right? It's not forever. I don't know why I'm acting like (laughs) And I'm gone, guys. I just need to save money for a bit. And um, that's kind of it, actually. I just, I'm trying to save money. I feel that. I don't want to pay $2,000 to live alone. See, that would be a bargain for me. No, it is a bargain, (laughs) but it's like. No, but I mean, be like that over like moving back into my parents' house, just on a personal level, I'd be like, I will pay anything not to be here. I just can't. But you have, I think, a more fun, like, I don't have a bad relationship with my parents, but you guys, like, get along and like spending time with each other and don't have, like, a 72-hour limit on that fun. I know. A part of me is really excited because I like being home. But then a part of me is, like, especially with comedy clubs opening up, I'm like, fuck. I mean, worst case scenario, you're gone for a couple weeks and then you're like, fuck it. This doesn't make any sense. And then you come back and Airbnb it and then find an apartment. Like, crazier things have happened. It'll work out. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Very level-headed today. I have like 60 grams of CBD just th- flowing through my body. Um, CBD does absolutely nothing to me. The drops do nothing for me. My brother got me like the pills for Christmas, which is also saying a lot about how fun I am when I'm at home. And <sighs> he's like, chill the fuck out. <laughs> Please just here. This is a stocking stuffer. He sprinkled stuffer. Xanax in those pills he too. He crushed it up into my food. But like the normal amount I think is 15 milligrams whatever it is and 
certain days I'm just like, that's not going to cut it. But I do, I will say that part works. I'm like, okay, I have a few things that I know I should be stressed out about. And I'm just not, it's not my norm. (laughs) I feel like I've just abused drugs so much that CBD is like, oh, it's a gateway. Like I can't really push it much further. It's like people who like jerk off to melatonin. I'm like, relax. Mm-hmm. Well, they do with melatonin. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> but I don't. I'm like up. My eyes are darting from side to side. I'm like, I, there's no there's no part of this. That's I don't know. But um, oh, I do have a crazy bitch of the week. Actually, oh, go for it. Did you hear about this Kylie Jenner drama? That people aren't getting paid or some shit. There's something about the Kardashians, and I don't know if I'm just jealous of them and their success or if I truly hate them, but so she's she posted a GoFundMe. She was like, I'm very we love this makeup artist. He's so amazing. He had a head injury. And she posted a GoFundMe and it was sixty thousand dollars. And she had donated five thousand dollars. And people are like, You're asking your followers who've built your billionaire business. Yeah. To donate to this GoFundMe. When you were on the Forbes self-made millionaire, billionaire list a few years ago, like $60,000 is like five to someone like that. Yeah. So people are on her. And you probably have a $60,000 car. There are a lot of ways to resolve this. You think she has one $60,000 car? She has like eight. I know. But then she came back today and was like, I don't actually know this makeup artist. It was shared with me and originally it was only $10,000. So I donated five to hit the goal and then they raised it to 60. And I'm like, still, shouldn't you just be, if you're a Kardashian, cause you got nothing else to do. Wouldn't you just be scrolling through GoFundMes and being like, I'm just going to finish this one off. That would be my Tuesday. It's also like, how come you needed 10, but now you need 60. So like, yeah. that's kind of sketchy. Right. I don't know. I one time looked up what Kylie Jenner donated to like what her cause was mm-hmm. and i believe it was clef palettes i think that's what she donated there's a to. lot of material there but but i actually want to check because i might have made that up <laughs> i'm wondering if i did i think she <laughs> did okay yes so she's on she's a supporter of smile train and probably the best part about this whole thing is that they have her photo on the page as like a celebrity supporter and she's not smiling <laughs> So yeah, she that was her donation organ. Yeah. She's like, let I want to fix all the club palettes so then they can buy my lip kit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's a businesswoman. She's just starting from the through. ground up. <laughs> yeah, and it's called Smile Train, and she's not smiling at all. I've never seen someone look less happy. Yeah, I mean it's it's hard to say because like I feel like people don't exact they don't always say what they're donating to or you don't know how much money people are giving away, but. I'm pretty sure the Kardashians don't give away too much. Or if they do, it's just like, then, see, that's the thing. It's like, I know we're all supposed to be like, Kris Jenner is a PR genius. But put that shit out there. If you don't want people to hate your whole entire family, just really push the charity thing. That's why the only ounce of respect I have for Kim K is the whole thing she does for, like, um, prison reform and shit like that. I'm like, okay, like, you're doing something. I see you in a really cute skirt suit. Well, my friend uh, got an assistant job for Khloe Kardashian, but she had to go in. This was like probably seven years ago, and her job was literally shredding photos of her and Lamar Odom all day. She said that was her main job and then organizing the fridge. (laughs) And that's probably more stressful than the photo thing. (laughs) I'm like, what does she have in there? Because I think this was pre uh, revenge body. Okay, but this girl was really smart. Like she had gone 
I think she went to Northwestern. Like she's a very intelligent girl. Yeah. And her day was shredding photos and organizing a fridge. And Chloe paid her $10 an hour. So it was a trial run. She said she walked out of there with like $120 for the day or whatever. It was maybe not even $120. Maybe it was $12. How do they know if you're good at those two tasks and worth keeping around? I don't think it's a matter of how good you are. It's a matter of if you will. Do you respect yourself enough to not come back? Because she said she left the day being like, that was such a waste of my time that if this is my foot into the industry, I don't want to do it. And she said she was leaving and walked by Chloe's two Range Rovers. She was walking between her two Range Rovers, thinking about how much money she made that day. And she was just like, I can't do this. I can't go back and make yeah minimum wage as this woman is flaunting her money in front of me. Yeah. So I can say, I do have, wait, do you have a crazy picture of the week? I don't this week, actually. Um, I will say, I found out something crazy today. It's William Shatner's 90th birthday. He was the guy that was on Star Trek. He was in Miss Congeniality as like the bad guy along with Candace something. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Miss Congeniality. He's in Miss Congeniality. He was in something else, but he's 90 years old. That's wild. Because in my head, I thought he was 90 in Miss Congeniality. I thought he was like 60 for the past 30 years. So, so so that would add up. Yeah, that's all about the same. That. Actually, bring that back. Yeah, that would make a whole lot of sense. Wow, he does look young. I mean, maybe not there. He's got a little bit of a potato face there, but... He doesn't look 90. No. Um, Yeah, no, he actually looks great for 90. I don't know. He's probably like 40 in that one, but... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. The fetish of the week is Actorazzi. A-C-T-I-R-A-T-S-Y. Hold on, I have to spell it out on my hand like those kids with the spelling bee. Say it again. A-C-T-I... R-A-T-S-Y. Actorazzi. I'm surprised you don't know this one. Don't. Th- are you? <laughs> no, truly. Because I think you have this. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's a mental illness or a fetish because. It's a, it's a both. Turned on by sun rays. Ooh. It's yeah. someone who likes to get really baked. Okay, well, I'm not tan mom. Like, I clearly can okay, feel yeah, it Okay, you in. have a mild case of this, but you still have it. I don't get turned on, but I get turned on by how I look after. I To get turned on by me when I'm like, mm, yeah, tan. Tan it and tone it. But. Yeah, this is turned on by, like, warm weather, beaches. They like to go to but new beaches. But that's all of us. Like, have you been outside today? Everyone was fucking turned on today. It was the first nice day we've had. I know. I masturbated three times. <laughs> I was like, I heard a bird chirping, and I was like, I got to get yeah. yeah, I gotta get down. Yeah, I didn't wear my coat here, and I'm like, this is amazing. I always just have to immediately go to the place. I'm like, so these people, like, just to satisfy this need, you're just laying out at the beach. Like, you, you live in California, obviously. Or Florida. Or Florida. More likely Florida. Um, and you are you just laying out all day. Like, do you have you definitely built skylights into your house, or you live in like a, a yurt? Mm-hmm. I just don't know. Like, how do you know it's just a genuine enjoyment of these things, or when you're like sexually aroused? I mean, I feel like you can tell a definite difference between just being like happy and like in your pants happy. Well, I'm horny, I would say, 70% of the day. Right. So to be honest, all of these fetishes, I could really have. It's really starting to hit home. Is it the sun is out or is it that I I was born this way? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's funny that you say that because my next thing, I'm like, actorazzi, like paparazzi, like Lady Gaga. Oh, someone who's turned on by the pop. Yeah. Someone who likes to be their picture taken during sex. 
yeah i guess oh during sex i was gonna be like just having your picture taken i'm like then we all have that oh yeah no um yeah it's gotta be like a florida california person someone who serves anywhere by the equator really did you ever see that movie beach bum with matthew mcconaughey unfortunately i did yes i saw that too that was the worst fucking so fucking bad i don't know that i finished it because i'm like what because zach efron's in it for a little bit yeah i think that's why i went to see it it's definitely why i agreed to watch it because i know i watched it like at home but i think i got through that part and i'm like so we're done now right like we all know that you know that was the director of spring breakers oh yeah it was a dog shit movie yeah, it was horrible it, it made no sense but that guy seemed to have that he was like always in the sun yeah you know those like really tan guys with long blonde hair bleach blonde hair yeah it's like that guy has that for sure i feel like so many of these fetishes if any like because i feel like hollywood's just like grasping for straws for movie ideas that's why they're remaking all the disney shit just read through a list of fetishes and be like, we can make a movie we could, i mean we just wrote a movie about this we already found one but like even the ghost one from last week, like... Well, actually, that is... I, I thought about that. The movie Ghost. Yes! That's literally that disease. See? Like, there's still ideas out there because there's so many fetishes. I don't know. I guess people write songs about the sun. Here comes the mm-hmm. sun. Here comes the sun and here come me <laughs> because of the sun. I, I'm coming. I'm yeah. coming because of the sun. Well, also, it's like... When I'm in the sun for so long, I sweat literally out of every hole in my body. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, am I wet or am I sweating? Right. So that's kind of a tough one. I just feel like you can definitely tell. Because like, if I'm in the sun long enough and I'm uncomfortable, I'm the opposite of turned on. Yeah. I guess I love pain. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you finding these? Because I feel like if you're on like a Reddit page, there's plenty of people that are going to be sitting there talking about it. Like, this is how I feel and this is where it comes up. And we're like, all right, well. No, it's a HuffPost blog. Mm. Yeah, I wonder if there's like a limit. You're like, we can call it a fetish if 10 people in the world have this. If it's just you, then what do you call it? But what, where do they take this survey as you're walking onto Miami Beach? I mean, that, that'd be the best place. Walking onto Miami Beach, anybody on the pier in Santa Monica, or really uh, Muscle Beach, like those people are definitely turned on by something weird. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger for sure. Yeah. He's turned on by everything. Um, wait, did you see that Miami Beach right now? They're like, it's so crazy. Yeah, it's on lockdown because of fucking spring break. Have you seen the crowds? People yes. are literally fight. Like, of course, it's like that right now. It's a bunch of fucking college but spring kids. break break from what? No one is at I school. Know. Like, yeah. I guess they are, but they're not really. Yeah, I don't know. We've been on break for the past year. Yeah, it's just a vacation now. I actually saw somebody tweet that when you're like, hey, FYI, when you're 23 years old, it's not spring break anymore. Like, you're just on vacation and kind of making a bad decision <laughs> well i just i mean I, you know I, my love for miami is deep deep yeah and um i, I mean you're you got lucky i know I, well because we were talking about going back for a couple of weeks now with an 8 p.m curfew what's the point yeah. but, but here's the funny thing to me and any of my friends that are listening to this so four of you your feelings are about to get hurt because i'm calling you out but I've had friends that are like, I'm just really scared to come to New York because like you guys have had really bad cases and it just sounds like New York's really unsafe and dead. And then all of them have gone to on a trip to Florida. All of them. So listen up, bitches. You guys fucked up because I don't want you here now. You're not welcome. And I am having the time of my goddamn life. I got to get drunk and yell at somebody this weekend for free. No curfew. And you're stuck or you had to go on this bullshit trip. Well, Skylar, I think maybe they just 
wanted to go to Florida. You know, they just they definitely wanted to go to Florida. But at the same time, they're like, but we're going to be safe. I'm like, no, you're not. You're going to the airport. Good fucking luck. Yeah. Going to Florida. You can't say I'm going to Florida to be safe. I mean, I, I do appreciate the spirit of it. You know, the spirit of all these partiers. They're just no one wants to give up. And I do. No. Res- that's why I love it so much. However, I, I'm not going to. I'm not but you want to be the there line. when you can be in its true form. I yeah. respect that. Yes. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fight for this. No, I mean it's not. What? Who needs a beer that bad? Well, that's another issue. Yeah, <laughs> there are people. There's a different addiction entirely. <laughs> um, the photos look insane. Yeah, it looks wild. But the fact that people have been escaping to Florida for that and trying to write it off is just like I've just been like really stressed out stuck at home be like it's about to get fucking worse you can't leave it's always my friends who are like I deserve this because they're cold and I'm like you don't have a job yeah what do you mean you deserve to go on a cruise yeah and you know what? honestly I'm being a full-blown hypocrite because I was in Miami two weeks ago and I did fucking deserve that <laughs> <laughs> but I can't imagine like fighting for spring break no. and the photos of these people they yeah they don't look 18 they're like in their mid-20s so you're like I don't know. Well, these are also the people that think of Miami as like a tropical foreign place. So anyone in the Midwest, like those are the people that I went to school with a lot of those kids that were like, we go to Destin, Florida every year. I'm like, is that it? Like (laughs) you've been anywhere else in the entire country? Seriously, because. Oh, paradise. You mean Destin (laughs) where you get to see a wild Bud Light can floating in the water? Like, come on. Yeah, I never like if you're going to risk your life, go to Mexico, cross a border. Yeah, that's what I did in college. Exactly. Be another spoiled rotten brat. Come on. I know I went to Cabo my sophomore year and I was not allowed to return because my mom saw my Facebook album Mm. or I got a henna tattoo of a couple doing 69 because I thought it was funny. I got a lower back henna tattoo of a couple doing a 69 position. And I put that on Facebook. And so my mom was like, you are never going back to Cabo. Number one, rookie mistake. You didn't block your mom from seeing all your photos? I don't know. Maybe I did block her, but my mom has a sneaky, sneaky way of finding everything. Yeah, I feel that. She's like always two steps ahead of me. So I think she was in Cabo probably. She was watching. She she did the henna tattoo. Yeah. Now, isn't she grateful that that didn't turn into an actual tattoo? You've gotten better ones since then? I don't think she thinks of any tattoo better than another <laughs> one. I think she fully thinks my body's a trash can. I mean, obviously, I don't love relax, but it doesn't bother me. Hmm. It was a point in my life. Yeah. It's a, probably a good reminder every now and then. Uh, look, I've never once looked at this relaxed tattoo and been like, <sighs> breathe. That's all I needed. Yeah, thank God. At least it doesn't <laughs> say breathe, though. Yeah. There are levels to that shit. The, those infinity tattoos, like, relax, I could get behind. I get it. Because, you know, I, I sarcastically say relax a lot. I'm like, yeah. relax. Yeah. And that's how I read this fucker. I would just frame it as that then. Be like, this is just my... Uh, <laughs> relax, bitch. <laughs> just get that added under it and then it's perfect. Well, I, I want to change it, it on to Rolex. Wrist. Oh, relax, bitch. Actually, getting it to Rolex would be even funnier. So I, I know, that. but I can't figure out how to do it. And I don't you know. You can turn that E into an O pretty easily. Yeah. I mean, if it makes you feel better, I don't have any tattoos, but the one I almost got with an ex that I got back, I was, we're in the process of getting back together and I was visiting and he was like, we should go get tattoos. I'm like, that's a great idea. Wait, is this one with the chest tattoo? Mm -hmm. What did it say again? Just for all our newer listeners. He had a chest tattoo in like Gothic print that said, I am my brother's keeper. 
didn't this have a, a brother. matching tattoo with his best friend. Neither of them had brothers. Anyway, <laughs> so to profess our love to each other, we were going to go get tattoos, but not tattoos that had anything to do with each other, which is pretty symbolic, actually, of that relationship. But this was 2012, so he got, this was when mustaches were all the rage. So he got one of those finger mustache tattoos. And I have a mole on my arm that's, it's like a triangle. And my entire life, it's always looked like two eyes and a nose. So I'm like, you get that, and I'm going to get lips put below this so it makes a whole face. So he goes first, obviously. And in the four minutes it took the tattoo artist to do his mustache thing, I sat there, I'm like, not only do I definitely not want to get this tattoo, I don't want any connection to this human being at all. So I did not obviously get this. Um, but, but I just love that you were going to go get tattoos to profess your love to each other and he was going to get a mustache on his finger. I don't know. I think it was more the act of doing something like that together. Taking each other's bloods. It was like a blood. I, I would have preferred that. I would have preferred we like swapped blood or like spit in each other's mouths or something. I just don't know. How, you, how long did you date this man? All together. <laughs> all together. It was like a year and some change. It was a very, very I, emotional I can't year. I you slept with like a man for a year that says, my, I am my brother's keeper. To be honest, I don't remember how, and I don't remember majority of that. You did doggy style 100% of the time. I think I just blocked, like, it just. You were like, can you keep your shirt on? He's like a, he's like a fat kid at a pool. You're like, hey, can you keep this on? <laughs> it's just, it's better this way. See, but this is like, growth is good. Growth is. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I hooked up with a guy for a bit who had a Trans Am tattoo chest tattoo so we're not perfect but but we're closer now than we were then (laughs) (laughs) i would argue not because i have relax written on my wrist but you have plans for it yeah it's like all my tattoos are kind of bits anyway it's becoming an addiction i feel like i gotta stop at some point you're just getting little like coloring book pieces exactly yeah i just really like dua lipa i think she has so many tattoos that are like small and cool. Just cute little random ones. Yeah. But the problem is the rest of my body doesn't look like hers. Mm. You know, it's like I want to look like Dua Lipa, but getting small tattoos in my body is not going to get me closer to look like her. But it's a start. Yeah. That's that's as close as I can get <laughs> to looking like Dua Lipa. It's just trashing my body. Yeah. Just get a bunch of coloring book pieces or you'll look like a sticker book. Um, All right. Well, let's get this fucking... Let's get this interview started. Um, I am going to remind everyone to, again, write a review mm-hmm. on Apple iTunes. Um, I said once we get to 100, I'd show my nipple somehow. We're not there yet. No, we're only at like 50 or No, 79. 79. Okay. We're moving up. There we go. But yeah, our guest today, she's so funny. She's one of my best friends from... I mean, she lives in Los Angeles, but yeah, she's one of my best friends. Uh, we've done sketches together. We started in comedy together. She was in Tribeca Film Festival last year. She's so funny, and she's just, like, cool. She's really cool. Kristen Laffey. Where were you? <laughs> you said, I thought you said you were waiting for a maid, which is, like, the most Kristen Laffey thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I drive her to the bar at the end of the day. Oh, nice. oh, oh. She goes, like, bus the bar to all this stuff i'm like i'll just drive you straight home she's like no like just take me to the bar so yeah she's my she's my girlfriend she saw me working out today and said i looked sexy so we're pretty much dating how old is she 
Um, she's not old enough to get the vaccine, she told me. So I think she's like 55, 56. I can see that for yeah. you. Yeah, me too. She's probably like four foot ten. She, I, she's the reason why I'm doing Lent because she's like basically Mother Teresa. I would normally have a whiskey, but I'm sober right now. Did I tell you that? No. Yeah, me and my dad went sober for Lent. Are you doing weed too? Everything. Oof. Really? It's brave. Yeah. So what day are you on? What day is Lent? I said I was going <laughs> to give something up, and uh, obviously Lent, that happened. Lent started on the beginning of Mardi Gras, which was like February like 7, 17th. There's always next year. <laughs> yeah, it's done April 4th, so... Yeah, and then the third Sunday is when I can pop off. Me and my dad are just like, my dad was like, literally, he has this AA book that he's like been reading to me. I'm like, why do you have this? It's like, well, I just like to read it sometimes. I mean, I have two of them. Doing that. that turned out well, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're pretty religious. Yeah. Those it, AA books. Yeah, I mean, so I did a video on on Instagram, I put a video on Instagram that was like, why do hotels have Bibles when we've reached the point where you can do cocaine off any surface? <laughs> girl DM'd the podcast Instagram and was like, I find this really offensive. I used to be a cocaine addict, but now I've found God. And like, if you said this about the Quran, you would be, have such backlash, like basically bitching me out. And I was like, look, bitch, like I was a part of the church. Shut the fuck up. Um, yeah, like, first of all, nobody has taken the Quran out of a hotel and ripped up the pages and rolled blunts in them either. So, I mean, they, I guess the Islam faith has it correct to not put them in every hotel where demonic yeah. were happening. Like, but that so goes with the church, you know? It's like the church is like, we're chill. So, like, you know, <laughs> find me in a hotel, you know? Yeah. Speaking of books, I wanted to show you this. Don't put this in, but my grandpa gave me this book yesterday and he's like I think you're gonna love this book it has like the secrets of the Freemasons in it because some of my ancestors are Freemasons I, I should know what a Freemason is but you know like my the Illuminati pretty much oh I believe that your family was in the Illuminati you're fucking rich yeah <laughs> yeah so every time I go over there I get gifted some weird ancestral thing that I have no idea existed and yeah it's just been mind-blowing do they all like, connect, like, after you receive, like, the 10th gift? Are you going to be like, oh, this all makes sense now? Yeah, I feel like <laughs> Nicholas Cage. I'm like, <laughs> anyway, I digress. My family's Illuminati hillbillies. How old is your um, 84. I forget you have young grandparents. Is that young? For someone who's almost 30, yeah. I guess my, gra my grandparents, just the one I have left is, like, 10 years on your grandmother. Yeah, my family does, will not live that long. Nobody in my family makes it to, like, 90 or anything. We're, like, redhead, recessive, hillbilly, <laughs> butter-churned. I'm surprised I made it past 27. I always thought, and now I'm 28. But anyway, is this a Simple Life t-shirt? Yeah, it is. That's awesome. Forever 21, baby. It's the only place I online shop. <laughs> I got this at on ASOS online. Sucker for ASOS, too. Yeah. But they've made yeah. it harder now. So now if I don't like something, I just suck it up and wear it. <laughs> yeah, if I ever get something that doesn't even fit, I'll just leave it in my closet. I can't, I don't know how to return stuff over the mail. <laughs> I'm, surpri I'm, I'm surprised if my, if my vote counted. I don't even know if I voted by mail correctly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a skill. There's a chance to... it didn't. Let's just be honest. Like, well, there's yeah, a, it, let's whatever. 
motivation you have to have to even go to FedEx. And respectfully, Kristen, I just don't know if you have that. And you have a lot of skills. I don't have any self-motivation or respect. That's correct. And I, <laughs> well, at least I didn't vote for Kanye like my dad did. Your dad oh vote God. for Kanye? Yeah. He was like, I'm not voting for Biden and I don't want to vote for Trump. So he voted for Kanye. But to be fair, Kanye was like on the ballot in California as the vice president. So like the, the president was this guy, Rocky De La Fuente. I mean, I'm sure he's never even heard of the guy, but like, it was so embarrassing. I was like, and he, I was the one that was supposed to put him up both in the mail slot. I was like, I should almost like not do this, but there's cameras everywhere. They'll like, you know, it's voter fraud if you do that. So. Yeah. Yeah. So Kristen has been living at home in Northern California. Amazing. For how long? How long have you been there? God, since last May, I was living with a nurse and then the pandemic hit and then we broke up because I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. in yeah. sickness and in health, I think not. Yeah, that's for marriage. Okay. Gay, lesbian moving in. That's like the beginning of a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, but you always move quick in relationships. I've lived with three different women. I, I want to say you don't learn your lesson, but also the amount of money you've saved on rent. And this I year, I mean, I've saved off guys who point at the camera. So it's like, clearly we all have our. Like this? The two points. PowerPoint? Like this. Yeah. I don't, I don't really see guys on the apps, but <laughs> I, I switched mine to guys um, because I uh, was doing a Bumble commercial. So I like just wanted to see like what people were doing. And yeah, it's a rough road out there. There's a lot of good looking guys, but then when you see their prompts and see what they're talking about, it's like so weird. I also think a lot of the guys on Bumble who are really good looking are fake. Yeah, I think they're bots. You should talk yeah. to the, you know, who, the CEOs are those foster sisters, right? No, I mean, they, they're, I think they're investors, but they're not like the prime CEO. It's like some chick yeah. that claims it's feminism. But are you dating at home? But you're like, Kristen is like OG COVID precautionary because you, as you say, you haven't put your fingers in a bowling ball hole since you were seven. And so like- I was a COVID freak since January of last year. And are you still like at the level where you're like, I'm not going outside? Yeah. Yeah. I barely go outside. I don't do anything. I just like hang out with my parents and grandparents and make out with my dog and shit. Um, yeah, I mean, I had a relationship. I, I like was get everyone had that like horny summer over summer where people were like, I'm going to try dating, like whatever. So I like was dating this person for like a few months and I would like go and like rent a cute bungalow in Topanga or whatever and go down there and just like rock, paper, scissor for three days and get a UTI and come back home and take Cipro and then do it again the next month or whatever. And then they came up here once and my parents like absolutely did not like them. And I was like, well, like, I don't want to keep this going. Like if I have to live with your parents. And family. Like yeah. Like yeah. I have been dating constantly for like 10 years. You know, I never had like a, not even, even single, but just like chilling, not worrying about sex moment. Like I am an incel right now and I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I have never known you to be single and be, I feel like every time you're single, you're still like, you have uh, rods in the fire. Is that what it's called? Sure. Yeah, irons in the fire. I think. Fire, there the fire. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> irons in the fire crotch. Absolutely. And it, just, it just needs to stop. And it, yeah, I haven't learned anything about being a good partner or anything. Like I'm not. So like I gotta chill and be a good person first. And this sobriety thing, I think, is helping. It's Why do you think you're a bad partner, partner though? 
I don't know. It like just hasn't worked out a million times and they just keep getting cheated on and shit. So I don't know. I, don't I think know. you move too quick. Yeah, I think so too. But yeah, I don't think it's a you thing. That sounds like a them thing. Yeah, getting cheated yeah. on is not really like a, it's not like you're cheating. Yeah. That's absolutely true. I've never cheated on anybody. But I, yeah, I don't know. I think I just love like damaged psycho girls with blue hair and like horribly placed stick and poke tattoos. And I don't, equate that as being like oh that's a personality type of like damage but I come from like such my thing is people think I'm fucking weird but my secret is that I'm actually normal as fuck and I have no family trauma or anything and so I think people see me and think oh she's crazy too and then I'm like no and then they're like oh I'm trying to think of what about you seems crazy I guess you do wear a lot of rings but like I wear a lot of rings I have a fake Cartier ring on right now that my mom's friend, this is a weird story, my mom's friend was like, I just got this fake Cartier ring sent to me from China. I'm afraid to open it because I think it's going to have COVID on it or a microchip in it. I was like, I'll take it. (laughs) So (laughs) I might be being tracked, but I like it. it. Yeah, worth it. And But I don't really see you. I mean, I guess you're so, because how Chris and I know each other is her twin was my roommate in college. Oh, cool. And then Kristen and I were both, like, Lauren's very corporate. Yeah. (laughs) You posted something that, like, was, you're, like, she works at Spotify and has a great job. Like, Lauren's great. Uh, And you were, like, I can't get a free password because my capitalist sister's (laughs) a bitch. Literally. (laughs) And I was just laughing. She changed all of her Netflix and everything to, like, Lauren, and then she changed mine to my name to her boyfriend's name john and gave it to him and then the other the third one is mooches she kicked you off your netflix too yeah damn it's so interesting though because kristen and lauren are identical twins but they're so different yeah kristen's colorblind colorblind gay left-handed lauren's the opposite (laughs) she doesn't even wear glasses yeah i guess i just don't see how you come across as damaged even though you're because i wouldn't say like i guess lauren comes across as like she has a full-time job with benefits, but, like, that doesn't necessarily mean any damage. Yeah. I guess, I guess. yeah. The only time I ever had my healthcare covered was by Instagram. When I was writing for Lily Singh, I had Instagram healthcare, and now I just do my own. So what I was covered, but it was by social media, so I guess that is sort of indicative of I don't know, vanity or something. But yeah, no, I don't see myself as that either. I think people think because I'm like so quirky and smoke weed and whatever that, I don't know. But, and like a lot of the gay community, you know, we have like troubled relationships with our family. The fact that I'm like so obsessed with my family is rare, I think. Yeah, I guess I just, you're a problem solver because you are a producer, I guess. But like when you took those two Xanax and had like a half a bottle of wine and set up my entire Wi-Fi for me, (laughs) <laughs> like I spent days trying to figure this out calling these people you're literally fucked up out of your mind you called it like raw dog room or something and I was like, well that's what it is now because I don't fucking know how to fix it yeah once it's done it's done yeah I'm short-term solving problem solving abilities but of course I have no memory of that yeah I I'm have the opposite like I can't remember what I just said or what I ordered for dinner but I will remember if someone called me a cunt from the second grade That is so funny. Yeah, I remember random weird shit too, but then it's like, you know, I keep forgetting that my taxes weren't approved. I have to like do them again and like whatever, you know, little things. Sometimes I'm on, sometimes I'm off. Like I'm not on doing Adderall right now. So that's been like a big productivity loss for me, but like, at least I'm like not as stressed. So were you on Xanax and Adderall before the sobriety thing? Is that when you stopped? 
No, I wasn't doing, I wasn't taking anything. I've only taken Xanax with you. That's the only time I ever took it. I didn't take it that day. So I don't even know what the fuck you got. I think Tara might have given it to my old roommate. Yeah, no, I've never really been taking, took Xanax. I'm just such a sleepy person as it is that Xanax is like, you know, I don't, I need a warm glass of milk. That will put me to sleep. Yeah, you, yeah, you were, you used to fall asleep at the bar. You, yeah, might be narcoleptic. I know, I'm getting a sleep study when I get home because it's uh, becoming a thing. Well, it's always been a thing. So now it's just like, that's why I got sober for so long because I can't stay up. And now it's like, oh, I just have to like really be conscious of it. I can't be taking shots at a bar. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, I've been taking naps like crazy and I never remember falling asleep. And I'm like totally sober right now. But like, I woke up today after like a three hour nap and I was like, this is so weird. I should do a sleep study too. I, I mean, I feel like most people, unless you plan for a nap, but there are very few adults, adults who plan for a nap. I don't, know how you, I don't understand the people that say, I'm just going to go take a nap real quick. Or like, I'm going to go take a quick 45 minute nap. And they do. And then they pop up. They're like, oh, I feel so much better. I'm like, how did you do that? Yeah. I can't breathe out of my mouth or my nose. That's you have sleep my, apnea. I think I do. I, my dentist told me I did once. Nice. I'm a mouth breather too. But I think it's just because I am an inbred hillbilly <laughs> Lauren and I both breathe out of our mouths. I mean, it, and it, you wake, you wake up in the morning and your mouth is like so dry. Yeah. God, it's just so low class. What's <laughs> we're all like literally nested while, in my mouth while I took, and same with naps. Like I can't do that. That's just, I don't, I never tried a nap. I was just watching this weird thing on the history channel about the like rivalry between Pizza Hut and Domino's. Like history channel is doing the weirdest shit right now. Like when you said History Channel, I was like, no wonder you fell asleep. But then you said the rival between Pizza Hut and Domino's. And I'm like, is it recorded? That would be riveting to me. Yeah. <laughs> they have re recreation actors, you know? And they're all, like, stressed at the desk. And they're like, we can't stack the pizzas. The, car the, the pizza boxes aren't thick enough. And then Domino's comes up with, like, a slightly thicker box. And then Pizza Hut's like, we can't compete. And then <laughs> Domino's going under. And then Pizza Hut's, like, still number one. And then Domino's is like failing and then Pizza Hut's like we'll buy you out Domino's and the guy's like this is my baby I'm not doing it like I'm only 38 years old and then like his delivery driver is like I gotta go to a I have an event in 30 minutes like I can't deliver this last thing and the guy's like no you can deliver it in 30 minutes or less and then he's like ding and then he's like from that moment on, we did 30 minutes or less delivery. That's <laughs> a lot of this. When did yeah. you fall asleep? <laughs> I felt, it was long. They're long. They're like an hour. I, there's one about craft cheese versus Pabst cheese. There was like P, the, the, the PBR guys tried to get into cheese for a second and craft won. It was, you know, it's very interesting. It's, but, you know, a lot of stuff on the History Channel, I don't know how accurate it really is. Same with like how TLC. TLC was originally funded by NASA and was supposed to be the learning channel and now I'm watching my one 1000 pound sisters like such a great show by the way I mean I learned a lot from those shows okay <laughs> where I'm gonna be in five years so yeah, but it was my 600 pound life and that's how far you can go but now you can go to half a ton and without any problems and that, that doctor on my 600 pound life I mean he is ruthless doctor now he's like why are you fat <laughs> and what do they say usually they go well it's hard for me to walk and he's like i can tell you're 600 <laughs> pounds he goes you have to move you have to move and you know it's you know i feel bad for people at that you know i started watching it because i'm a psychopath and like 
I just, I gained, you lost 20 pounds, didn't you, Hannah? And I gained 20 pounds. So I'm like worried about keep going. So then I, I'm doing that psycho ab workout thing every day now and posting it to my Instagram. I mean, you gained 20 pounds at when you were 100 pounds. So it's like, and you're 5'8". So it, you, congrats on hitting a normal weight. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. My mom keeps like saying how I look so much better. But you know, as soon, as long as you, women are programmed to think that weight gain is inherently bad. But like my boobs are no longer deflated. Like I don't hit my hip on doors anymore. Like it's good. It's all for the best, but I still... There's yeah, there something when you gain, like, that's why I think if I ever do have kids, if I get pregnant, it's going to be like a hard thing. I dread that, which is like a really sad thing to think, oh, if you're carrying someone, you, you're going to have guilt about the weight you're gaining. But it's like, yeah, it's inherently in us to be like, oh, you shouldn't gain weight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've already written that off completely in my life. Like my mom's always like, so when are you going to have kids? I'm like, first of all, I'm single. Second of all, I'm a lesbian. Third of all, <laughs> I don't want to gain weight. Like I would rather adopt a baby or like literally have my sister be my surrogate and have a baby with my fucking same DNA just come out of somebody else who's already doing that bullshit. I have like a entire person who it could be a surrogate for me and everything. If I need a liver transplant, take some from her. If I need something, take it from her. You think the girl who won't give you her Netflix password is going to give you her liver? <laughs> Are you insane? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Kristen. We'll see what happens. I think if anyone would need a liver transplant, it would be her, not me. She can drink like a fish. You know, my sister got vaccinated. She walked into some bodega, like off-brand bodega pharmacy, and they had extra vaccine. And she got vaccinated last week. Is she sure it was a vaccine? <laughs> That's the thing about the vaccine, like the only thing that makes you think it's real is they give you a card, a paper card, and that's written on, you know, everyone's holding up their card when they get the vaccine. It's like, dude. If they can make fake Chanel bags, they can probably make fake COVID cards. Yeah, we'll see what happens to her. She's just going to grow a third arm out of her knee surgery hole and just be like. <laughs> well, you know, her ass would use it. She's the most productive girl on the planet. Yeah. yeah. But it's still like, it is a totally the upside down alternate universe right now in LA like the houseless population is way 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 more and way less taken care of and like all the parks are like overrun and mm -hmm. everything's closed it's just a really sad vibe down there right now so I'm like whatever there's one homeless guy in Danville who of course I now talk to all the time because he's <laughs> <laughs> my mom goes you always seem to find the crazies like oh yeah there's one homeless guy and yeah him and I were singing he, he wears this like lab coat and and beach shorts and no shirt and he's got this long hair he's actually kind of good looking he's like probably like 60 or something and he rides his bike around by my mom's store and he's the one guy you match with on Bumble <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah he's the only one here on Bumble that's within my sphere yeah he's the only other kooky person in Danville right now so I mean I I guess you did date someone out of your parents' basement, but I, I guess it's you're not, you have your priorities straight. <laughs> I just am such a horn dog. I'm like a horn dog. Yeah. But I guess but you're in a relationship. How was Miami? How's your boyfriend? What's the deal? What's going on with that? He's in the other room. Okay. So can we talk shit or? <laughs> <laughs> Should I bring him out, him out here and just have you roast him in, in the flesh? <laughs> All men. But What's it's his name. Uh, Matt. Just like my brother. <laughs> and 80% of the white male population. <laughs> yeah, literally. 
There's this guy on TikTok who like compares male names to like inanimate objects and he like held up a Colgate toothpaste and goes, this, this kind of reminds me of a mat. And I was like, that's pretty true. You know, like one of those long thick tubes. Long thick tubes. Yeah, that sounds like him. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so how was Miami? You didn't get COVID. No, yeah, I don't think so. Um, but no, it was good. It was fun. It was just like weird to be in Miami because it's like, it feels like COVID's not happening down there. But yeah, I mean, I'm just convinced that all of them already had it. And so they might be like at a slightly more herd advantage than us. Yeah, but it's also like, there's no like real like indoor seating. Do you know what I mean? Like you can make it all kind of half outdoors. Yeah, especially in Florida. But like, I just don't, I just don't want to fraternize particularly with people who don't believe in COVID either. So like, even if it's cool and chill out there, I just am like been, I've been so like steadfast in these like beliefs about let's all just contain it and get this over with. If people had cared it last January when I cared and already started refusing going to the movie theater and bowling alleys and all this stuff in fucking January, cause I'm a YouTuber incel and was seeing all the shit that was going on. We would have never even gone through this. You know, it would have been like SARS or MERS, like where they, it was contained. George Bush literally successfully contained two pandemics, and we don't even fucking know about it. How crazy is that? Yeah, and he also did 9-11. <laughs> yeah. And that was a conspiracy, and he totally covered that shit up, too. Yeah, so maybe fucking he did do 9-11. Two pandemics. Yeah, damn. I mean, that is true, but it's like, you know. Fuck George Bush, and the fact that now he's like, painting weird dogs and landscape. Yeah. Like, oh, he's kind of cute. I'm like, why is like early dementia? Like, just let him go away. He's still a monster, you know? He is the army hammer of presidents. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think he has the aggressiveness to eat a woman or even want to. He doesn't look like he has much of an appetite anymore completely. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Did you read uh, the army hammer Vanity Fair article? No, I didn't. It's like, crazy like his entire lineage is like accused of murder and art fraud and like all this weird shit i mean first of all look at him obviously he comes from a line of serial killers yes yeah exactly he like literally has ted bundy face like you know like in this like ted bundy was hot or everyone would say oh he's like 70s hot but like army hammer's like 2021 hot you know like yeah. in 30 years people are gonna be like oh i don't really see it you know because yeah. of all the bad stuff we know about him, but, like, it's gonna be like that. He looks like a Ken doll. He has, like, a classic Ken doll. Well, he has, like, the serial killer eyes where he can be sti- Because when you mentioned Ted Bundy, you, like, you look in the eyes and you see that he's crazy and he's concocting the way he's going to kill you. But he has, like, a calming- It's, like, calm from here down, but very intense here. There definitely is something. I wonder how Timothy Chalamet feels about all of this. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah, know. why hasn't that art- Like- yeah, well, it's humans like, are friends. It's like guys like that, they switch when they're in a position of like being sexual or with women. So it's like, I don't think, like, I don't think Harvey Weinstein was ever with a guy being like, fucking take off your pants. So it's right. like, as a guy, it's harder to see that stuff if you're doing it very privately. Right, 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 right. In like 2015, everyone was like, everyone loves being choked. And then like after disobedience came out, everyone was like, everyone loves spit. And now I'm like, I don't like any of that. No. (laughs) I tried it. Don't like it. You tried spit and choking? Yeah. And like, yeah, all the, all the things that were in movies that were hot in movies at the time. Yeah. I don't remember this disobedience. I don't remember the spit thing. 
it's Rachel, Rachel and Rachel, Rachel McAdams and Rachel Weiss. They're the Jewish lesbians and she takes her mouth and she spits in her mouth. You never saw that? No, no, but I read, not recently. Um, I had someone do that uh-huh. and I hated it. Oh, I was I like, where the like fuck did you get that? I, I was like, yeah. Oxaluvia to someone's nope. mouth. Mm-hmm. On film, I think it looks kind of like hot or whatever, but then when it happens to you, it is totally different. Nope, nope, nope. nope. It just is really, I don't mess with that. Because when you get a, when you hawk a loogie in someone's mouth, it's warm. So you get right. like a warm. And, yeah. And it, yeah. You would want somebody, I don't know. Like I understand, you can't even feel it really. It just sort of starts occurring in your mouth. You know, I would understand like a. Yeah. I would almost rather have someone do it like on my face. Hard. I don't want it to mingle with my own spit. I don't want it to take the extra second of where I'm like, hold on. Like that's foreign. Yeah. Did you have yeah. bread earlier? Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> No. When did I have hummus? Uh, <laughs> the only thing that I would be open to right now is drinking a vaccinated woman's breast milk because they apparently have antibodies in the breast milk. So I'm looking for a breastfeeding mother at this moment that I can start drinking her breast you milk. You could probably buy some breast milk with vaccine in it. Definitely. I can also just fucking wait. Like, I'm not dying to do work. I've been offered jobs in April and I've just, like, turned them down because I'm like, fuck this. Like... Shooting stuff during COVID sucks. Like, it sucks. It sucks. You get weird performances out of people. It takes twice as long. You have to get tested all the time. Everyone's on edge. Like, that's not why I got into this. Like, and why are we treating it like it's essential? I don't need a new toothbrush commercial right now. Like, really? Yeah. That's yeah. weird. You that's know? not stand-up. But people yeah. are doing shows on the subway. And like, they're like, oh, do you want to do, do you want to sign up your avails to ride the A train on a Monday night? And I'm like, I think I would just rather never do stand up again. Imagine being an essential worker. You just got off a 12 hour shift and you have to hear someone's shitty stand up on your entire train ride home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's like showtime time. Really Times 10. Yeah. Yeah. It's like sad showtime. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I saw a guy doing stand-up, yeah, on the side of the, like, road by, like, Hollywood Boulevard, and, like, I thought, you know, I like stand-up, but I don't, I think that you have to want to see stand-up to be able to hear it. Like, if you're walking past somebody and you only catch the second half or the first half of the joke, like, what? That's not, like, music, I could tell how you could, like, catch a hint of it and go, oh, that's good or that, but, like, you know, you're walking past somebody and it's just the second half of the joke, and it's like, and then I figured out it was contagious you know and you're like what what is this guy talking about is he some jesus freak and then it's like hope you guys enjoyed that it's like oh this is comedy oh what oh okay cool yeah if i if you only heard the first or second half of any of my jokes you'd be offended just straight up <laughs> some yeah. schizophrenic woman keeps telling me about her herpes on the street and she keeps like shaking a hat like thinking i'm gonna give her money i know it's just like also what are you talking about in stand-up that could possibly be relevant to be standing on the street corner. There's no urgency for people to test out new material on victims of pedestrian life. Like you should not have, like, no, I do not like that at all. I think, yeah, stand up. there's a time and a place for stand up comedy. And it's when people are fucking wasted at a club that they already like wanted to go see and it's their friend or somebody they know. You don't want to hear some tall guy on the street like doing setups like we already think men think that they're 
you know, should be listened to. Like, get off a microphone on the fucking street telling me about your ex-girlfriend in Fortnite. Like, what the fuck? This feels like a personal attack. <laughs> it is kind of a personal attack. Yeah, it's literally being the Joker. That's what the Joker movie is about. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stand-up in COVID. Uh, yeah, um, so this is a new segment that I added. What fad did you participate in? Okay, so I, I have a couple answers to this, and you can tell me which one you think I should actually talk about. The first one is that I did the Livestrong bracelets all the way up the arm in middle school. Uh, the second one is that I got some little pop star girl in 2012 s- sewed a feather in my hair. Remember when we had- Oh, yeah. Hair? And then the third one is that I had a purity ring in high school because I was obsessed with Jonas Brothers. Uh, I think we should talk about the purity ring. Yes. Okay. At the time, did you know you were gay in high school? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I didn't 100% know, but I was like, oh, it's so easy to not have sex with guys. Like, that's very easy. Like, this will prevent me and my boyfriend from having sex. I had a boyfriend at the time. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, this is great. Like, I love Nick Jonas and Joe Jonas. Don't like Kevin Jonas at all, but I will wear this purity ring, and then nobody will ask me to have sex. Because in when I was in ninth grade, I was, like, making out with my boyfriend at the football game, and he leaned into me and said I'm gonna tear that pussy up and I said we have to break up right now that's not <laughs> happening <laughs> was it what what song was that in did that song just come out tear the pussy up I have no idea I was so shocked I was like what was I 13 in high in ninth grade because I graduated when I was 17 so I was like yeah and I was just like this is gross like I always knew I wasn't gonna have sex in high school just because I thought it was gross and I thought having sex under the age of 18 was like just I knew that I would regret whoever I had been with you well, know especially him I feel like yeah, the best was, answer that would have been like no you're not if a 13 year old says he's gonna tear the pussy up you know he's gonna dip it in softly cry <laughs> about his mom. Yeah, <laughs> and ask you if you're okay 14 times. Like, yeah. Keep in mind, I have not had sex with a man to this day. I knew then that it was not really for me. I wasn't 100 percent sure I was like a lesbian. I was like, maybe I'm just like kind of like not into sex. But then you know, as soon as I got to college, I was like, actually, I'm fine. yes, yeah. My mom got me this cross diamond ring, but it's so it literally is so diamondy. This is like the fucking most class classic thing I've ever said. But like it cuts my finger whenever I put it on, so I can't even wear it. I think God doesn't want me to wear it. <laughs> it makes my hand bleed and stuff. Um, thank God lesbians are all fucking poor as shit. It's like, well, it's just about love. Girls are never like, what type of ring are you gonna get me? You know, they're like, no, what type of dog are you gonna get with me? <laughs> You think it's a general thing with lesbians who are like, I don't care about the ring. There's got to be a couple out there that are like, give me the fucking ring. (laughs) I mean, I think they would want a ring, but I don't think that they're going to be like, you have to spend all of your life savings on this or it means you don't love me. Like, I don't think that's that at all. First of all, women make less than men. Gay women make less than straight women. I think that there's always been like sensitivity around wealth management for lesbians. I mean, you know, gay guys make way more than lesbians because they're guys. And there's two guys in a relationship instead of two girls. That's why there's all these gay bars because gay guys buy drinks and there's no lesbian bars because lesbians all want each other to fucking buy each other drinks and no one knows where to fucking start with that. Some lesbians are such witches too. They're like, I want Moldavite. I want Aquamarine. I'm like, no, I think I still would want like a diamond if I was like getting married. But some of the, some of their like little witchy proclivities where they're like I'm not hetero you know I want a 
pig's tooth as my <laughs> okay whatever i guess it's cheaper but it has a curse <laughs> Jesus Christ. um well like just face it away from your bed at night and you'll be in love forever it's like what? <laughs> Yeah. So this is the girl who has a bell tied to her bed. Like, what are you doing with that bell? I, don't oh, know I have two bells. Okay, there's one bell and there's the second bell. I love these things. Why do you have a bell on yeah, your bed? No. Is it through your parents? Is, does it go with the purity ring so your parents know if you're fucking? <laughs> yeah, it starts, it starts going off when the Hitachi starts shaking it. They know to not come in. Jesus Christ. Well, then, do you have a crazy bitch of the week besides you? <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, did you watch the Grammys? We were just saying that. No, we didn't. But Taylor Swift, you'll have to watch this because I am going to talk about Taylor Swift being a queer-coded lesbian. Do you guys know that everyone thinks Taylor Swift, a lot of lesbians think Taylor Swift is gay? Yeah, and I have met people who, like, know her and they say she's gay. Yeah, I have it on good word that she is gay um, through lesbian sources. Anyway, Taylor Swift, literally, you know what cottagecore lesbians are? No. Mm -hmm. It's like this whole aesthetic where like lesbians want to like live in a cottage and like churn their own butter and like start a commune and like cottage what? Cottage core. Cottage core. Lesbians. Like norm core. No. Yeah. Except like in a cottage, like living a rural lesbian life. It's called cottage core. Anyway, Taylor Swift literally sat laid on top of a cottage roof and did her performance at the Grammys and it was super lesbian but then she sang the song that's my man and so i felt like that was her saying i'm not gay but she did the gayest shit ever and i just think she's gay and then she ever being on a cottage yes it's all of her all of her like she you know that taylor swift has like all this symbolism and like numbers and stuff and like all these weird dates or she like posts videos of something and it it all like you don't you don't know what i'm talking about I mean, I know she has, like, numbers around her, but she also, I just, like, It's all, like, symbolic for other shit, and I don't think that any normal person who didn't have something to hide would do that. I feel like she's making herself out to be way more important than she is. She's literally, like, turning into fucking Nicolas Cage, and, like, all these lesbians are, like, decoding her entire life. (laughs) Anyway, she thanked, in her speech, she thanked the parents of Betty, Inez, and James, and I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, I know there's like, those are names in her songs. So of course I had to Google it. She was talking about Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Like just fucking say Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Why do you have to say those parents' names? Like everything you have to look into, everything you have to Google, everything is this so coded, weird, important thing. It just makes it seem to me like she's hiding more shit. If anything, she might be an army hammer type. I don't even know what the fuck she's up to. And did you see that Cardi B and, and uh, Megan the Stallion like scissored on stage. First of all, they couldn't even say WAP. They couldn't say wet ass pussy. That so they just said wet, wet, wet. And I like it's like doing a kids' bop version of it. Like either do it all the way or don't do it. So like even like all the rappers and stuff that had to like cut half of their lyrics. You know, I just hate when they do that. I would just rather them say the shit and get it bleeped out. Um. Okay, I can come up with a different crazy bitch of the week considering you guys have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, no, I mean, I just think Taylor Swift is the crazy bitch of the lifetime. Like, she, yeah. I agree. I think she's just nuts <laughs> in general. 
I, I agree. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know her music that well, but I definitely think she's a lesbian. I think her and Carly Kloss definitely were together at one point. And I saw Carly Kloss in, in real life, like at a restaurant once. And she's like a six foot tall, like volleyball player, Amazonian lesbian too. Like I would not put that past her. Like she could literally beat me up. She was tall. Like she was not petite. I mean, she's thin, but she's not petite. You know, she's like six feet tall. I'm like, that's a volleyball lesbian if I've ever seen one. I just wonder why Taylor wouldn't be out. That's what I'm saying. It's like, stop making such a big deal of it. Like, if you're gay, just say it. You're half of your fan base or more is gay. 100% of Gen Z is gay at this point. Who's going to fucking care? Yeah. And like Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion are both straight, but they literally like clapped their pussies together at the Grammys. And we still think they're straight. Like, I don't know what she's hiding. Like, it just feels so weird. Like, even Sean Mendez, I think Sean Mendez is straight compared to Taylor Swift at this point. <laughs> yeah, he's got the balls to go, look, I know you guys think I'm gay, but I'm not. You know, like Taylor Swift hasn't even said that. She's like, I'd like to write an album from the perspective of a man. And it's about a girl who the man is in love with, but it's sung by me. It's like, sounds like me writing in my diary in sixth grade. <laughs> Beautiful girl. Why do I feel so angry at her? You know, she's so beautiful, <laughs> you know, like get over it. Like just come out yeah, or like, be bi or something. Be like, like she's such a slut tearing through all these men, but it's just her experimenting. Be like, not this one, nope, not this one. Know. Yeah, I mean, we have not cared about men, how many, like no other artists were like, they dated this guy and this guy and this guy. I feel like that's also a cover for her being like, oh yeah, I was like literally hooking up with Carly Kloss. Yeah, it was like she had that one moment in time where she had all these girlfriends and everyone's like, wow, Taylor Swift has a lot of friends. And it's like, oh no, she was just She's making the scissor rounds. <laughs> snowflake with like just folding it. <laughs> all those people together. Wait, I do have a question for you. It's kind of related to that, but you know how people are saying that only gay actors should play gay parts? Um, yeah, I have heard that. How do you feel about that? I feel more inclined to say that about trans actors because a lot of trans actors have not gotten um, representation in parts. I also, you know, I think I more am concerned about the Queen's Gambit girl on a Taylor Joy taking a drug addicted redhead's part. I was like, that should have been my part. And then I saw her, she's <laughs> beautiful blonde from like Spain or something. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that should have, I'm more concerned about redhead representation. Emma Stone doesn't even have red hair. But no, I do think, I, I, I mean, I think, of course, try and get, give it to a gay person. But sometimes, you know, gay stories with no-name actors don't get seen. So I understand sometimes why people would want somebody else, like a famous person, to be in it. But there's a lot of famous gay people now. Once you're, like, a gay actor, I'll tell you this, a lot of gay actors don't get straight roles. So, you know, like try and give gay roles to gay actors. If you don't think they could realistically play straight, a lot of gay people think realistically these straight guys can't play gay. And straight people can't tell that they're not really realistically being gay, but gay people go, oh, that doesn't really look gay. You know, like that guy is not doing, he's doing a gay caricature. Like, you know, I hate to say it, but, like, James Corden in prom, like, literally did a gay caricature, you know? And, like, that was weird. I will say, though, like, I loved Carol, and, like, I love, like, Rooney Mara being gay, gay and I love uh, Kate Blanchett being gay, like, because I think they're hot. But, like, I also don't think all lesbian 
movies need to be like set in a different time like why does it always have to be like in the 1800s like <laughs> what the fuck like so yeah, like, well I guess it's like and that's why they cast straight looking women because the queer queer a woman that looks like me with a mullet like can't play 1800s you know I mean sure put, put a wig on me but like you know queer mannerisms in the 1800s weren't those mannerisms so they give it to like straight presenting women because they can like do period pieces better but like that's bullshit just make stuff from now and like have have i think yeah i think representation should be linear i think as best as you can you should try to cast somebody who fits the role realistically because you know everybody else is like well you know like a lot of people just play versions of themselves right at this point on film especially in like comedies or whatever like same thing should go with yeah it's yeah there's not that many amazing transformative actors like just because Jake Gyllenhaal's willing to make out with a guy doesn't mean he's gay I mean he might be gay though I still <laughs> <laughs> no that's no that's a fair point I was just the way I was just here like seeing it on Twitter I'm on Twitter too much and everyone's arguments are always like so insane and part of my thing was like if they're an 18 year old, you're going to force a guy to come out so that he can get this role. Like, I feel like if you're younger, what if you don't know your sexuality that much? So it's like a little right. to be like to get a role, who are you having sex with? And I understand the James Corden thing. Cause I, I do agree. He was a caricature. Yeah. Um, but I think if it's not, if it's like a subtle thing, like the guy in Fleabag's gay, the uh, actor. Oh. And I know this cause I oh, playing a priest, right? A lot of priests yeah. are gay. Uh, that's true. Actually, he played a gay guy. That, yeah, that tracks. Most priests are gay. Yeah, I think that if you're a good enough actor and you're better than a gay person or whatever, I mean, I don't think yet, yeah, I don't think there should be strict rules on it, but I also don't think Scarlett Johansson should be in Morgan Freeman's biopic, you know, like she shouldn't play him, you know, like certain things like, yeah, I think Halle Berry just like took a trans role and then turned it down after backlash and stuff like I'm sure it would have been cool to see her as that but I also think there's a lot of black trans women who like yes. deserve the part and should blow up after the that movie not Halle Berry because she's already famous you know yeah and I yeah. feel like what you're saying too with like a name so it's like if a it's they a trans person should get cast in that role because if they're a really good actor that could give them a name where they can play any role and people just are fans of them and it gives them an opportunity yeah like so that's what happened with Laverne Cox like Laverne Cox blew up because of Orange is the New Black and like I'm glad that didn't go to a cisgendered person playing trans person you know because then it probably wouldn't have been as good yeah that's so true yeah, good producers don't want to just cast names. They want to make the people that they cast into names. Like, I always say that to, like, people who are like, why can't we get, like, Jennifer Lawrence? I'm always like, you should make the next Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, find you should be able to do that. You should be able to make these people into good, you know, household names through the quality of your work. You shouldn't just throw names onto something. That means the story doesn't have legs. Like, mm -hmm. I made a short film with a no-name actor, and now they are a name and won a GLAAD award because, well, they're a name in the queer community now, at least, because the film was good and it had a message, you know? Yeah. No, it's so true. I mean, if a script is good enough, you'll get people behind it. Yeah. And it's like, honestly, all the Oscar-nominated films, I didn't really know any of them, but I, I saw Tri the Chicago Trial. Trial of the Chicago 7 was really good. Yeah. yeah. It was boring as fuck. I liked it. I don't like history, though. So. <laughs> and that's the same guy who wrote the Facebook movie. Oh, interesting. 
Okay, well, yeah. I don't want to do too long, but um, the last thing, I feel like you tell your mom everything, but do you have a secret you don't want your mom to know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah, when I was in high school, I hit a yellow uh, fire hydrant with my car, and so I had yellow paint all over my car, and my mom was like, what happened? What happened? I was like, somebody in a yellow car must have hit my car while it was parked. Like, oh my God. And she was like, where? And I was like babysitting this kid at the time. I was like, I think at the school, like, I, I don't know. I, I wasn't there. Like, I don't know. And then she was like, well, let's go there tomorrow and scout out for all the yellow cars. <laughs> so like we had, I sat, drove there with her in my scratched out yellow car. And like, we were sitting there waiting and waiting, waiting for a like yellow a <laughs> like, literally I don't know a Lamborghini like and so like of course no yellow cars came up she was like are you sure there's anything you don't want to tell me and I was like no like I didn't do it like whatever but yeah I did just hit a fire hydrant and and yeah put my mom through I would say I two days do. I bet you put your ass I think she was trying to teach me a lesson of like you could tell me the truth and I never did it and that's like the only thing that I've like never told her yeah she knows everything about me it's an invasion of privacy honestly how long did you wait there by the fire hydrant god like over an hour yeah no it wasn't by a fire hydrant i was like oh like in the pickup line somebody like swiped my car um because it was like on this along the side of my car that is so yeah she definitely knew like how many yellow cars are there yeah i don't know yeah no i mean i was just like so worried i had just gotten my license and i was like god i really don't want them to take away my car like this is like a nightmare like I was like just stressed because I was babysitting this girl and the baby was in the car and like, well, she wasn't a baby. She was like, you know, in elementary school. But I mean, I was just like, this is like not safe. I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to lose the car. Like, da, 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 da. I'm so stressed. So I just lied and lied and lied about it. And to this day, I still am a shitty driver. And now thank God that there is a stereotype that gay people can't drive because now I'm like, it all makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my fault at all. I was born this way. <laughs> oh, you're going to hate on me for crashing into a car? Oh, really? Really? Homophobic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to note that. I'm going to note that. Jesus Christ. People don't forget. <laughs> yeah. I never forgot that. But anyway, yeah, my mom knows everything. That was the way you came out to your mom? It's <laughs> hitting a fire hydrant? <laughs> yeah. My mom, when I was in high school, she was like, can I take you out to dinner? I have something to ask you. And I was like, okay, sure. And she sat me down and was like, so your sister tells me that you're doing gay stuff at school. And I was like, <laughs> gay stuff? No. And she was like, yeah, like you just kiss all your friends all the time on the cheek and you're like really huggy. And I was just, I just want to let you know, like, if you're gay, that's fine. I was like, I'm not gay. I'm not, I'm not gay. And she's like, okay, like, whatever. Like, but if you are, it's cool. And then I called my friend. I was like, my mom thinks I'm gay. And my friend was like, are you? I was like, no. <laughs> uh, and then I went to uh, my musical theater that night and did Fiddler on the Roof that night. So stressed, like sweating through my ghost costume. Like, oh my God, everyone knows I'm gay. And uh, I knew it, I was gay. So, yeah. But my dad's brother's gay and he didn't know his own brother was gay. My mom was like, your gay brother? <laughs> I was like, which one? I have two brothers. <laughs> She's like, the gay one. <laughs> so yeah, some people just know. I think there's like an element of men being able to clock other men's masculinity or lack thereof, where like, I don't, like, I can't tell a lot with like 
down low gay guys, but I can tell with lesbians because I know it from myself, you know? Mm-hmm. But oh, like, I think you know, Julian was not out in college until like senior year. You know, people like, people could be like stealth as fuck for a long time if they wanted to be. But I don't know. As soon as you got like your septum pierced, I was like, gay, lesbian. If yeah. you have more than one nose piercing, I think that's like bi. But if you think I you just have this, I think lesbian. Interesting. Yeah, I guess you do. A lot of times when, I, when we're in LA, you'd be like, she's a lesbian. I'm like, how do you know that? The a girl would be walking. But everyone's around. a little bit gay. I mean, it's just up to the amount with which you would identify. You know, like, I would say you're like jail gay, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if Hannah went to prison, she would be like literally eating girls out all day. Yeah, that's true. I would be the biggest whore in prison. <laughs> yeah, you would because you'd be like, these girls think I'm very pretty. I'm like hot for being in prison. I'm hot for jail. And so I'm going <laughs> to take advantage of it. Yeah, I would have my ass eaten out every night. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well. Um, oh, yeah. Um, all right, well, do you want to plug your handles, what you're doing? Uh, I'm doing nothing right now, so be sure to see me um, nowhere at any place <laughs> or time. But my Instagram is Tilda, can you hear me? as in Tilda Swinton. Tilda, can you hear me? And um, yeah, again, nothing big coming up. I just am singing and saying schizophrenic musings on there if you want to see that. Amazing. Excellent. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package, but that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated, and right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.